Welcome to Microsoft Mechanics. Coming up on the show, we'll explore the compliance side of the Office 365 Security and Compliance Center, the central place to view and manage your data, even beyond the Microsoft ecosystem. From a revised experience for compliance personnel to how you can use it for data management, e-discovery, supervisor review, and more. Joined again by Kamal Janardin from the Office 365 Security and Compliance team. Welcome. Hi, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. So we've made some really big changes to the Security and Compliance portal in Office 365. Can you tell us what's new? Yeah, so we've brought in security controls into the Compliance and Security Center so that you can actually manage your compliance and security across all your cloud services. Additionally, we've added insights and intelligence, so the recommendations that we give you when you log into a tenant are actually customized for the role. And we tailor this experience as you additionally add services or manage them in the cloud. Very nice. So this doesn't look like the typical admin experience that I'm used to from an Office 365 standpoint. Does this go broader then than the admins of Office 365? Yeah, that's right. As a compliance admin, I have purview of the entire tenant. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the first time I'm logging into a new tenant, so I can go here and get two recommendations. One is to turn on my audit logging so I can get access to all the actions taken by every admin in my tenant. But I'm going to move over here to the turning on of archive mailboxes. The system has detected that my users have a large amount of data, so with one click, I'm going to turn on the archive mailboxes and enable this capability for my tenant. So I don't have to navigate to that control. It might be a bit deeper into some of these submenus here. But beyond all of that, I know that there are some, there are some things that we can do around determining who is actually part of the compliance team, right? That's right. So I'm going to go over here to the permissions tab. And the permissions tab is designed to help you determine which roles are right for which features in your tenant. Okay. So you can see here there's a compliance administrator. Let's click on eDiscovery Manager. Here, the eDiscovery Manager has case management permissions, compliance search, export, hold, et cetera. And they are given permissions to view the content of a particular user for a particular date range. Okay. They cannot access content of any other user. And Jeremy, actually, I've got you set up as a records manager, so you can actually see a pared-down version of the tenant with just those features available to you. Great. You know, I've always been a records manager. The nice thing is I've only got a very, a very small set of things that I have to worry about here, in this case, the data management tab. And I also get these nice widgets on the screen that allow me to enable things. So, for example, if I want to turn on preservation, it gives me some stats even to tell me what the benefits are of using that. When I go to click on that, I actually see it sets up maybe a preservation policy. In my case, it'll tell me how many users will be covered by preservation. And it will give me a default recommendation for 10 years to preserve all of that data. And I can customize that, or I can just take the, uh, the defaults. And I'll take the defaults here. And now once I do that, I actually have another widget that just showed up in place of the old one, the import widget. And I see Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. What's that? Yeah, that's right. So what we found is that once admins turn on, say, archiving or preservation in their organization, they've also come to us and said that all our data is not Microsoft data. It's third-party data. Makes so we sense. built this new feature called the import service that allows you to ingest data from third-party sources like Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And then once that content is within Office 365, all the controls of e-discovery, retention, preservation, auditing, they're available to you for that data as well. So it's really great that we can get third-party data outside of the Microsoft ecosystem into Office 365, but how do we do that? So you can use our drive shipping service, or the good news is a lot of cloud services have open APIs that allow you to easily import or stream your data into Office 365. Mm -hmm. Let me show you how this can be useful in the case of eDiscovery, where we have a number of new capabilities. Okay. I'm going to tab over to my tenant and take a look at the eDiscovery section. As you can see here, we have new case management, hold, search, and export. 
Now, I'm a tenant, I've turned on preservation and archiving in my environment, but that's really saving a large amount of data. I want to narrow it down to something associated with the keyword redstone. You can say okay. that's a case that I'm actually running. Very popular code name at the moment. Yes, it is. And then here are the details of the case. I can also, in new capability, turn on holes on that case. So I'm preserving only a subset of the data. Okay. I can run searches, and as you can see, I can search for just Twitter or Facebook data, mm -hmm. and I can do exports. Now, previously, our exports were limited to one PSC. We now have the ability to take at least over 1,000 mailboxes and combine them into a single PSC to export. Terrific. Let's go over and take a look at our searches, and let's preview our search results. What you're going to see here is this search is actually run against our data and searched through all the third-party data that's already in place. I'm going to click on a message over here that it has no subject. And effectively, it's a Twitter message. And as you can see, the Twitter message is saved in its full fidelity with the additional information about Redstone in the context that you can see. So beyond all of this, though, when we look at third-party data and how that's coming in, I know there's stuff that's kind of already there that you're kind of reactively searching. But what happens as new data starts to come into the tenant? Oh, that's an excellent question. So we have something called supervisory review feature over here okay. that allows you to catch data in flight as it's coming in. So Redstone allowed me to search for all the existing content. I'm going to go into the supervisory review tool and take a look at my Redstone investigation. So as you can see, this is Redstone investigation. Everything with the keyword Redstone, will be, an email will be received by the reviewers. I am reviewing the content of all employees in the organization. Mm -hmm. The conditions are an email sent to these users and groups with the criteria or keyword Redstone. And I want to sample 100% of the content. Additionally, I've set you up, Jeremy, as a reviewer, so you'll be able to see this incoming content in your Outlook or OA experience and allow you to review and determine if it's valid or relevant. So now going back to my machine here, I've actually got a folder that's already pre-configured for me called Supervisory Review. And all of the mail that's coming in and flowing in with that code name Redstone are getting caught and sent to my inbox. So I have a, a great view of everything in real time as it actually comes into my mailbox. That's right, and you have the ability to mark things as relevant or not relevant with an Outlook menu that's available to you. Can these notifications just come to me? Yes, absolutely. So we have a feature where the system works on your behalf. And here you can see I've requested a security and compliance digest. And it tells me that in my system, an anomalous content of Redstone has been shared. And right within my email inline, it asks me, do I want to make sure that my users do not share this data? So I select that, and it takes me to the Security and Compliance Center to say, mm -hmm. do I want to create a policy to prevent that kind of content from being shared? And so here, we've made it easier for the admin to actually do that protection, enable it, without visiting the portal. Right, so a lot fewer clicks for me as the admin. So beyond all of this, what else is coming? So we're going to build more insights and intelligence where the system works on your behalf, additionally discovery enhancements to better search and identify exactly the data you need, more connectors, so even more types of external data can be brought into the system. And of course, more granular and flexible controls for that data inside Office 365. Great. So if I've got Office 365 right now, how do I start trying this out? You can go to your Office 365 tenant and select the App Launcher Security and Compliance Center, mm -hmm. or you can set up an Office 365 E5 trial and get access to all these features. So really exciting things coming from a compliance standpoint to the Security Compliance Portal. Of course, keep watching Microsoft Mechanics for the latest updates for all the Microsoft technologies out there. Thanks for watching, and goodbye for now.